Carden. Blair. All right, buddy. I'm going to leave it up to you. It is episode... 25. Yes, 25. Okay, that's awesome because here's the thing. In my head, I was like, uh, a Dr. Zadra was giving me such a hard time about 23. <laughs> and I, so I was prepping and I went, it's got to be 24. <laughs> but I went, no, he gave me a hard time for being 23 because it was 24, bingo 25. He used a little reverse psychology on you. Yeah, those doctors. <sighs> he knew what, he knew exactly what you he were was putty doing. In his, you were putty in I his know. hands. And just melted right into his plan. I knew it. So, so, you know, every time, you know, that was the second time we had Tony on and yeah. every time we get done, I'm sitting here, I'm just kind of thinking about the conversation that we had with them because it's, yeah. it, it, it is kind of, it's crazy, you know? It is. It is. Um, and, and he was talking about this, this engineering that they're doing and oh, I mean, just the whole science. I mean, it's, yes. it's, it's still progressing and I find yeah. that very interesting. I, I think it's so, in, uh, what I find fascinating is that driving the, force behind these kind of scientific movements i feel is always the the capitalist that's sitting behind it being like okay now we can use this for advertising so let's make sure we're figuring out this about the dreams and stuff and whether that's reality or not i don't know but that's totally how i see it well that was a yeah that was a really interesting point he brought up about um how they're how they're trying to develop the science behind i mean to me like i said it's subliminal manipulation yes, but for sure um yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Again, the the science of it was is is pretty incredible. And, and for the record, I've been having some crazy vivid dreams this past week. And and you know what? I remember that specifically after our last one too, with uh um with him that I had really vivid. Maybe it's just because I'm keyed in, so I'm thinking about it more. You know, I'm thinking about dreams. Yeah, like he kind of says that kind of helps. But man, I had some I had some real some some good ones this week for sure. Really? And, okay. Yeah. And so I'm just curious. Did you retain them? I mean, could you remember what you dreamt about? Uh, yes, one I could remember uh, for sure, and pretty vividly actually. I remember like even little snapshots from it, little like I, like clips. I would say that I remember like one two second clips of the actual dream itself for sure. Yeah, but oh, the, you know what's so funny about the dreams is I don't like I remember those little clips, but I could tell you like more about like emotionally what was going on if that makes any sense like i could yeah. tell you like the narrative of it but i really only have like two images from it that really stick out of my mind which is funny that is interesting yeah. uh hey before we get going i have a shout out okay uh, to a friend so this goes out to uh my friend agnes in mauritius yeah hello agnes now who's that oh so Agnes is, um, we met several years ago when I had my sporting goods store. We used to do a lot of online stuff and we actually shipped fossil purses all over the world. And Agnes is a, is a, a woman that ordered some purses and she lives in a country called Mauritius and I'd never even heard of it. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an island country off the coast of, I believe, West Africa. Oh, okay. And uh, anyway, we just corresponded and it started out with the the purses and stuff. And then it just kind of turned into this kind of pen pal thing. And it's, it's, yeah, we still, that was probably six, seven years ago and we still stay in touch, you know, not a lot, just uh, occasionally, but I told her about the podcast and she's listened and cool. uh, said she likes it. And I think that's, that's awesome. Well, great. Thank you, Agnes. That's amazing. Yeah. She should, yeah. uh, you know what? She should follow us on Instagram, pondering underscore monkeys, because you know where we are at. We're on the verge of a milestone. 99. We are. We are sitting exactly at 99. So nice. one more would tip us nice. right over the century mark. It'd be, it'd be incredible. Oh, 
That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so Cardin, Cardin, yes. we've got to, we not only one guest tonight. We have two. This is the first time we've had uh, two guests at one time. Yeah, it is very exciting. And the guests for tonight are well, <laughs> the Patton Boys. We got the Patton Boys. We got Cade, who's this is his what third, third or fourth? fourth no, fourth. fourth. Pod? Fourth, yeah. Okay, okay so what? Video awesome. games and movies. Movies and, and then things that blew our minds. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. That's right. Well, that's welcome awesome. back, Cade. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys had me back. I When Dad asked if I wanted to be on, I absolutely, it was a yes. I All right, wait. awesome. And uh, bringing up the, the, the rear of the show is my youngest son and Cade's younger brother, Sayer Patton. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Hello, Sayer. <laughs> Hello, Sayer. This is my first time doing a podcast. I'm sure you'll do fine. Actually, here's a little, little, uh, little known fact. Sayer, former student of mine. Yes. Did yes. I, now, did I have you in junior high too? Were you in like a study hall or something? Like I would come in during my my seventh period study hall and play Agario in your room. Yes. Oh yeah, I do. Oh Agario, is that yep. the snake? The snake yep. thing? And oh, like the, a, the little yeah, balls, so, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So Dude, let me get this straight, Sarah. Yeah. Your English teacher let you play video games in his class? Hmm. That's not just me. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one, okay, let's get this straight for sure. It wasn't just him, but two, it was a study hall though, right? Yeah, it was a study oh, hall. Oh, It okay. was a study right, hall, exactly. Right. And I, I made sure that the kids' homework, well, let me put it this way. I made sure that they told me their homework was done. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I also <laughs> I also popped up in uh, Cardin's. Uh, was it a film class? What was that class? That was uh, digital oh, media literacy. Yep. I mean, <laughs> did Cardin, didn't you ban him from being in any videos of other kids's? No, you. I banned you from being the oh. the mastermind behind the videos. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to make a phone call to a parent. Hey, stop, stop directing the videos, please. Well, Come on. I'm sorry, but their ideas were lame, Card. They needed to <laughs> yeah, go. Exactly. You could tell. It was I do. Right after I watched videos. that one, I was like, that's Blair. Blair did this. Yep. They Absolutely. Did this. They, they needed some inspiration, Cardin. Come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're glad to have you two boys. And we have a, I, um, you know, so the, the, I think we've talked about the process when we come up of, with topics for the podcast. This was kind of an interesting one because we, we wanted something that we could all kind of relate with. Mm -hmm. And we've had some really interesting stories on the last few podcasts. You know, actually, for the last um, couple months, we've had some really cool ones. Um, and so we kind of we started playing with that idea of just you know, life lessons, things we've learned, um, mm -hmm. with experience and stuff. So, so tonight's topic is just kind of things, uh, you know, life lessons, things we've, we've learned in our, in our lives. And it's kind of interesting and Cardin, you, you pointed this out. We have, you know, Sarah's perspective as a, as a young man, he's 21. Cade as a youngish man, um, mm -hmm. Cade, you're 28, correct? Correct. And Carton yeah. is a middle-aged. <laughs> I'm not middle-aged. I'm not middle-aged. Carton representing the middle-aged crowd. I'm no, not. Carton, you're I'm you're not. 32. 32, which is not even close to being middle-aged. Well, that, that's it. Well, it's young. I mean, I'm closer. Okay. Yes, agree. But yes. I would never well, say I'm middle-aged. Okay. Dad, that means you're representing the over-the-hill crowd. No, 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 no. That's no. why whoa, we like Kate. That's why you're on the show. Shots I'm so fired. Glad. I'm so glad you're here. No. How about this? <laughs> I represent the 
you know, middle-aged. The people are not no, absolutely not. <laughs> You're not <laughs> young. You represent the double our age group. That's there you exactly go. What it is. Bingo. Yeah, that's what you know, it is. <laughs> almost triple. Carden, Carden. Come on now, tread lightly, buddy. I told you. Okay, I know. Fragile, fragile. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So, so anyway, um, I, I'm actually really anxious to have this discussion because I don't, I don't really know what the the boys will say, and I, yeah. I'm anxious to hear what what's. Well, I, I think, and and we, I kind of prepped this a little bit with um, with Jenna, my wife, and we we, you know, I always throw, hey, what's the topic, and we're always talking about it. And we kind of went on off a tangent, but I think we should start with a discussion on what is a life lesson. I mean, what what do we think sure. um, constitutes a life lesson? Because Jenna and I, when we were talking, came up with, you know, some things that kind of moved almost into natural consequences. But would you consider that a life lesson? For example, like, hey, I will never park my bu- you know, bike behind a car again. Cause I got it ran over. Is that really a life lesson? Uh, I don't know. I mean, but is it, I, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about stuff like that? I mean, personally, I don't think I would call that a life lesson. I, I feel like that just would go into like just a, a lesson category. Okay. okay that's fair. Lesson. Okay. So, so Sarah, with that being said, what, how do you define or what would you see as a life lesson? I would say a life lesson isn't just something that like, is like a split second thing like mm-hmm. not whether like you park behind something but more of like you look back and just kind of a maybe a time or like how you dealt with something and not like like you know what i'm saying like an mm-hmm. impulse type of type okay of so so you're saying maybe it's not something that even in the moment you realize you're exactly. learning but yes. when you yeah. look back on it and get the chance to reflect you go oh okay yeah. and exactly. it's something that uh, has some carrying capacity it'll keep going with you yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and and that ties in, Cardin, when you and I talked about. It. See, I kind of my my perception was a life lesson is um, usually gained through experience, and mm-hmm. a lot of times you have a perception of maybe how something goes in life, and then the reality of that as you age and experience and you get experience shows you that maybe it wasn't, you know, and you, I guess to me, it ties in a little bit more with Sayer is it's kind of a, it's a process, you know, mm-hmm. these life lessons and stuff. But, yeah. but, but I can also see, you know, your bike example. I mean, you know, technically that's, that is a life lesson. You yeah. Know? Right. You, well, exactly. Yeah. 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 There was an action and a consequence. So what about yeah, you, Kate? But, yeah. Kate, what, what do you think? Um, I kind of agree with Sayer. I think <clears throat> life lessons are, st- are things that, you know, come back, you know, later in life when you think about it, there can be applied in any number of things, you know, like, uh, um, yeah. And again, the bike thing, you, you could consider that a life lesson because will you put, put your bike behind a car again? No. So you right, could say, right. You learn you, something, you learn something for the rest right. of your life with that. But I don't know. I, I feel like life lessons are open to many different interpretations. I, I agree with that, but he, okay. Yeah. So here's a, another tangential question but still um just for the defining of what a life lesson is do you do you guys think you can learn a life lesson from somebody else and i don't mean from like watching somebody else i mean from literally somebody else like sitting down and telling you like here's here's my experience you don't do learn, drugs don't do it yeah or you know well, yeah which is a classic example but do you think you can actually learn life lessons that way I'm going to say no for, to me, for me personally, I feel like a life lesson is something you have to experience for yourself because I feel like there's a difference between sitting down and someone telling you, Hey, don't do drugs. This is what it did to me than actually, you know, doing the drug and 
experiencing that firsthand. I just, I feel like a true life lesson you have to experience for yourself. Hmm. Okay. So, so, and this is a little bit of a devil's advocate. Let's just say somebody says, don't ever put your hand on electric fence. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have to put your hand on that electric fence to really learn the lesson of that? Or could somebody tell you? But but I I just going to say something like that. I feel like I don't even know if that's in the category of life lesson. Oh, bingo. (laughs) Yeah, well said, I agree. agree. That's like the bike example. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like like you slam the door on your finger and like, damn, life lesson. Yeah, don't don't do that again. again. Okay, so, so the example I used with Carden was... Um, and it's close to the don't do drugs. But if you if you meet somebody that was an alcoholic, say for example, and it devastated their lives, caused them problems, and they sat and told you their story, and the moral of their story was, you know, don't drink or don't become an alcoholic or don't let drugs and alcohol rule your life. Um, I feel, you know, even though it's not your experience in that life lesson that you could learn a life lesson from somebody else's experience. So I guess we'd call it a secondhand life lesson, you know? Yeah. And and, and we may be splitting hairs a little bit on what's a life lesson. So if if it's not defined by you have to experience it yourself, then I would say if you're open to learning from a life, you know, if you, if you actually are open to what somebody's telling you, I think you can learn a life lesson from somebody else's experience. And so yeah. you wouldn't have to go through alcoholism or, you know, abuse or something like that to, to learn it firsthand. You can learn from somebody that did go through it firsthand. But I also feel like the, the message the lesson carries will definitely not hit as deep if like you're just oh, seeing from the outside in. Yeah, I agree. Good. Well said. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would never, you know what? I would <laughs> never look back and say, if somebody, perfect example, we're having this conversation, somebody said, what's a life lesson? I would never look back and say, well, I watched this movie one time in seventh grade about a drug yeah. addict and now I don't exactly. do drugs. That's one of the best life. Le- you know what I mean? Yeah, that would great. never stick out to me as an actual life lesson. I would just be, you know. Well, okay. So, and, and I, I don't disagree with that, but I, I guess what we're doing now is we're kind of formulating what we say a life lesson is. And it kind of yeah. sounds like the consensus is by our definition, as we're sitting here, it's something you need to experience yourself. I mean, would Personal, everybody kind personally of agree? experience? Yep. I agree. Personally, yeah. you have yeah. to experience Agreed. it. Yeah. Okay, well, with, when I when I think life lesson, I don't think of like if I'm talking about a life lesson, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about like my life personally. Right. Like right. I'm not right because everybody has their own lessons and they have their own you know experiences they go through, and only you really know your own life lessons. So I think it's definitely up to the individual to figure that out. Agreed. Good. Well, Good. a perfect yeah. example is too is like you know, multiple people will go through the same experience or through the yeah. same event. And from on the other side of it, they could all say that they learned Absolutely. something completely different. Exactly. You know, sure. do you, Cardin, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the, I know my boys are not, but uh, do you remember Scared Straight? Yeah. Yeah. I remember so, that. So that Scared show, Straight, yeah. do you, now Sarah and Kate, have you ever heard of that? Beyond Scared Absolutely. Straight? Yeah. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so Sarah, <laughs> yeah. what'd you say, Kate? I'm sorry. I said absolutely. I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Beyond Scared well, Straight. Yeah. Oh no no no. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, I didn't know there. Straight's, I, I didn't like know there was a Beyond Scared Straight. Well, but I think Beyond Scared is like the rest of the story. I think right. Okay. It's like even like, further. You're, you're talking. 
you're talking scared strays and when like they put the kids in prison and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I guess yeah. beyond oh, scared yeah. straight yeah. is beyond that. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Or or like the, it's basically a sequel. Is yeah. right. Yeah, well, my point well, yeah. I guess yeah. my point is simply that when you saw the effect that experience had on the kids, it was vastly different from one kid to the next. Some yeah. it really did scare them. Some they weren't scared of it. They weren't intimidated by these these you know convicts and their stories and stuff. So I, I think um, you know what was just said previously about you know you well I guess Cardin you said it. You can go you can put five people through you know the the exact same experience, but how they learn from it would be completely different for yeah. with each person. You yeah, know? agreed. Um, yep. Well, well, with that being said, Sarah, um, you're the you're the youngest here. Um, what would be something that you can say that I, you know, you've learned a life lesson? Or, I could have swore we agreed on Kate going first, but um, <laughs> well, well, life Kate. life lesson for you, life yeah. lesson. Yeah. Don't don't trust <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, obviously, I am only 21 years old, so yeah. I'm kind of just hitting just my stride guy. on life. Yep, yeah, that's right. So, like, my life lessons really probably are a lot different than your guys's because we all have different experiences and you guys have age. So you look at probably life at a different view as I do. But uh, my life lessons are just kind of like looking back when like I was younger and something that like really I thought like affected me when I was younger, whether like, oh, this girl broke up with me in seventh grade and you're sitting there like, I'm depressed. Like I'm just in my room so sad. And you're like, gosh, I, I dated her for three days and she <laughs> held my hand like we would love and then like obviously now looking back you can just like oh you know so you're still not over emily yeah dang now we're just name call <laughs> dang oh, <laughs> bring me on your podcast and expose me okay oh, <laughs> that was wrong, uh, uh, was wrong. but yeah correct nice, nice. Yeah. Hit, the, hit the nail on the head no. that's uh well yeah that's a great actually that's a great example it is. And you know what's funny, um, Sarah, about that is that, and I've had this conversation specifically, um, you know, in high school and, and being the teacher and Blair, I'm sure that you had, that you look at somebody and you go, in, in four years, this will seem like such a small thing, you know, yeah. like this right now, when you're in, in the moment and you're in the midst of it, you, it's like your world. And, but just well, trust me, there's a whole world outside of high school yeah. and outside yeah. of junior high. But that goes back to the life lesson thing that, you know, people can't hear that from me, <laughs> you know, yeah. as a teacher yeah. or as a coach until they, until they experience exactly kind of exactly like what you said, until you grow and mature out of it and have the no, ability sure. to look back. For sure. It's not like, so how, how does that yeah. change you moving forward? Do you, I mean, is that something you carry with you and like your day to day? Is that something you're, that you're thinking about consistently, Sarah? Well, like obviously not in that case, but just like over time, mm -hmm. like for me, you just start to kind of figure out for yourself what really like affects you in your everyday life and what's like really not a big deal. Like what you can get over, like, um, like, oh, like arguing with your friends, like when you're little, you might get in a fight about something and the next thing you know, you're like, I'm not talking to you for a week. Like, I hate you. And then <laughs> like, you just kind of like, as life lessons go on, you learn coping skills and you just kind of grow as a person. And so, but like still to this day, I feel like I um, still probably like get in my head about stuff I probably shouldn't that like, mm -hmm. you know, which is kind of similar to, it makes me feel like I'm back in seventh grade. Like, yeah. gosh, I'm really upset about this, but I probably shouldn't be like 
living in the moment, but it's tough to see that when you're yep. in the moment, like you said. Well, it's a, it's a matter of perspective too, right? For sure. Yep. You, you know, again, I guess that's the point of this whole thing. Your perspective of going through an instance or a situation, um, you know, is, is what you're dealing with, you know, and everybody can tell you, oh, it's fine. You know, you'll get over it. But in, in looking back, like what you just said, you realize that a lot of this stuff in the big picture is, it's little, it's little yeah. stuff and you can, yeah. you can get over it. But um, anything else there? So relationships, what else? You're, you're 21. I mean, you're yeah, not I know. that young. Um, I mean, something that like personally is affecting me just growing up, whether in Montana or in the rural community that I did, um, like I'm a very social guy and I interact socially with a lot of people. And that's something that I really enjoy life-wise, just how people interact with each other. And like a life lesson that I've really just kind of, I put a lot of importance on it is like, being judgmental like whether it's to people groups and just like even like knowing my dad who has always showed me that like it doesn't matter what somebody looks like how whatever vibes they put off like you're never going to know what that into like individual holds until you figure it out for yourself and and a lot of people i think especially today's age whether like somebody gets on like oh they're republican or democrat and immediately you have this opinion in your head but it might not describe them at all, Mm. you know? And I think that happens a lot. And just kind of like, I don't know, just judgmentalness, I guess. So the life lesson is to not be judgmental. Yeah, exactly. That is a a great, that is an excellent life lesson. I mean, that's really good. I think that not only, one, I think that's something that is consistently needs to work upon just because the nature of our, um, society, um, and not, not even just saying society in general, I think we all need to consistently work on that all the time. Um, because the importance that our society puts on, you know, looks and money and those kinds of things that color of skin, well, exactly. Allow you to make instant judgments on people. Right. right. I mean, so yeah, that's a great life lesson for sure. I, I would actually, I, I would put that probably close to the top of a life life lesson. Yeah, and no, sure I too. guess it yeah. makes me happy to know that at age twenty one that and and he he has. I mean, I and and there's been times when Sarah would travel with me and I I always tried to teach him that, you know, people are inherently friendly and, and it has a lot to do with how you approach them and how you make them feel as a stranger, you know, and, and, you know, it's just, it's amazing. And he, he traveled with me a lot and we met people all the time. We met r- perfect strangers. And the lesson was always, you know, if you're open with people and, and just, you know, genuine, right. Um, the response is almost always the same. You know, mm-hmm. people are, are, are very good. So, um, so excellent, Sarah. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's a good lesson. Thank you. Kadester. Kadester, buddy. All right, my turn. Um, I hear you sliding <laughs> some sheets, Kate. You wrote some down, Dad, Dad and I talked about this an hour or so ago. We were brainstorming when we came up with this. So I, I've had a little bit of time to think about some, and I, I have a couple. Um, so my, my first one was, is, um, uh, in high school when I was graduating, you know, everyone in my class was going off to college and stuff. And I was like, well, of course I have to go off to college. And at the time I was like, yeah, I, I'm totally ready for college. I can do it. No issue. And I remember dad sat down with me and said, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. He goes, but I think you should wait. 
and me being the stubborn 18 year old wanting to get out of the house kid that mm-hmm. I was was like, whatever, man, I'm ready. And my first year of school did not go well. I did not do well. And I learned in that year that I should have waited and that it's okay to wait. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not ready and to take a break. And within that, it's okay to take time to mature. I was not mature enough coming out of high school to go to school, even though I thought I was, but you know, dad saw it coming a mile away and he tried to tell me and I didn't listen. And now whenever I look back on my time in Bozeman, I just like, I, yeah, I wasn't ready, you know, but no, no graduating from high school kid is going to accept that wants yeah. to, that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I wish I could go back and tell myself back then, but it's something I think about now. Um, um yeah, Kate, like what you were saying is what, do you think you were worried about like people judging you that you didn't go to college? Like, do you think that was a big factor? I, in- yeah, definitely. For sure. You know, I didn't want to be the kid that didn't go off to mm-hmm. college and everyone else was like, I'm going to Bozeman and I'm going to Missoula and, you know, I wanted to be in that career. And there was a bunch of my friends were going to Bozeman too. So I'm like, heck yeah, I want to go to Bozeman mm-hmm. to continue seeing my friends and stuff. And so I don't, yeah, I didn't want to be that, that guy that didn't go yeah. to school. No. I, and I, I should have touched on that when I was doing my life lesson. I also think just as important it is not judging other people, but not thinking like not really worrying about what people have to, you know, mm-hmm. like judgment towards yourself as well. Like you can't really let what, it affect what you. people think right. of you. Yeah. Like, I mean, exactly. to a certain extent, like you can't just be wild out because, Oh, because I want to, but like looking at it realistically because no one knows yourself better than yourself. And so to right. let somebody's judgment on you exactly. that like probably doesn't even know you, why you would let that take up your headspace and stuff. Like, I think <laughs> right. that's a good lesson. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly. And, and, and you prioritize, like Kate like even said with this lesson, you prioritize like, okay, your buddies were probably saying, come on, you're ready. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Absolutely. Do the thing. Yeah. And your dad sits you down and says, so, you know, and an 18, you don't really see that. Right. And so, no, you, you know, to make the decision, but later on you start really thinking, okay, whose, whose opinion do I really value? You yeah. Know, no, exactly. What I mean, like where, right. where do I put on the scale of like, okay, this is somebody I should listen to. It's something I'm not, but that, you know, that's a life lesson. Yeah. Itself, yeah. Right. Well, and let, and, and that was a hard conversation to have with your son because, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to make your, your kids in this case, my son, think that you don't believe in them. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I had to impress upon him that I did believe in him, but I really felt that, and, and, and this is for me is kind of a sore subject anyway, because I see so many kids that choose to go to college and I just know in my heart, they're not ready for it or they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And of course, you know, when you see your own child doing the same type of thing, you know, you feel like you, you have to say something, but I, I didn't feel strongly enough just to say, nope, you're not going. I mean, yeah. Cade was adamant that he could do it. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to send the message that I absolutely didn't believe in him, but I had my concerns and, you know, college, you know, there's a maturity level there and, and anybody can go to college, but to go to college and be successful, to go to college and adjust successfully, that takes some maturity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just felt that a year of maturing and experience in another part of, of, you know, 
life would would be good for him. Yeah, that's that's a hard lesson to hear when you're 18. I mean, if somebody would have sat me down, I'll just be honest. Even if I was planning on not going to college, and somebody in my dad would have sat me down and said, "I don't know if it's a good I'm back, but I'm going." I'm in. Now I'm going. It's happening. I'm going to show you what's up. And, and, and honestly, I had the exact same experience, Kate. I was not ready. Um, but I also, I think in, that we, you know, as a, and nothing, you know, I know this is about life lessons, but so much of what is taught in high school and stuff is that there is nothing beyond college. You know, college is the be all end all after high school. And that's absolutely not right. the case, you know. So there was a lot of factors going into that decision, Kate, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, um, you don't have to be ready. And that's, that's something that, you know, I, I think about often. And, um, and so my second one, Sarah kind of tied into a little bit is, uh, don't let other people get into your headspace or don't let, you know, only you truly know what you're capable of. And mm-hmm. this goes, th- for me, this goes back to, uh, when I was li- all through school, uh, I had a pretty, pretty steep learning disability when it came to math and I struggled with it all through school. And I can remember in high school, I think I want to say it was my junior year or something. Uh, my dad and I were in an IEP meeting with the school psychologist and principal. And I still, I've never forgotten it. It stuck with me. My, the school psychologist looked at dad and I and said, I don't think he will graduate high school. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, how can you, how can you look at me and think that I know I struggle, but how can you just label me? And that, that was one of the major factors. And of course I did graduate high school. I graduated college and I just got accepted into grad school. And so I remember when I graduated college, a part of me was like, I want to take a picture of my diploma and send it to her. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it just, that's something that stuck with me to this day. And I can I can remember that moment vividly because my dad was visibly upset. I remember when he got home, he tell my mom he almost couldn't get it out. He was so choked up. And I remember he was he was just upset because he just said, No one is gonna tell my kid what they can or can't do, and no one's gonna tell me what my kid can or can't do. And that was just that was that was a life changing moment for me. It really mm. was. Mm. Well, I, I couldn't, I'll be honest, I, I still cannot believe that even happened. No. I couldn't believe. Especially not with you present. Well, or not, but somebody in the capacity that was there to help these kids would say that at such a, a formative point in their lives is to, to dictate. You know, I, and this, is, this isn't even close to being as serious as that, but I used to watch um, coaches and they were coaching like junior high kids. And they would try to basically determine the, the aptitude and abilities of that kid at age 12 or 13 and, you know, determine what they're going to be as a 17 or 18 year old, you know, basically, mm-hmm. well, you you know, you're, you'll never, you'll never cut it here and you might as well just not even play football or basketball or something. And yeah. then you see those very same kids after they matured and grown and they're tremendous athletes. And, and that used to just make me so upset that somebody would, would have the indecency to say something like that to a, a young, you know, a young person, a boy right. or girl. 
um, when there is so many opportunities to grow and to learn and to to become literally a completely different person. Oh, I remember talking about fourth grade football. Uh, I still have a hatred for my fourth grade football coach because he was such a dick. And I remember he would grab <laughs> me by the face mask. And this is like all of our first year, like all a bunch of little fourth graders running around like having fun. It's football. Everybody loves football. And this guy was just an a-hole and he was grabbing face masks like he called us pussies like it was insane i can't believe that and for the record that that was not blair right no (laughs) no i actually i was i was his little guy football coach but i wasn't that coach no my my approach was a little different what i Um, i think i find it so fascinating that these that um even cade when you bring that up and and um sarah when you're talking about how passionate that we can still be about some of these experiences that we had when we were, were younger in this case that are still so formative to yeah, us. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to remember yeah. that until I'm 80 years old. Like yeah. I hated my fourth grade <laughs> football coach. Yeah. Right. And, and exactly. I, yeah. Just recalling that story in my, my head, it just got me upset just thinking about it. Like yeah, I can still remember the feeling I had sitting in that room mm-hmm. when she said that. I'm just like, you're yeah. just already ready to cast me aside. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think that's it. so. So, Cade, what what is the? I, I mean, you, what is the the lesson going forward, though? I mean, how do you think that will, you know, what what impact has that really had on your life, and and how do you use that for other people? Just that you know, uh, don't don't listen to what other people say. You know, if you if you truly believe that you can do something, then if you put in the hard work, then you can do it. You know, there's not, there's yeah. nothing that you, you can't do, you know, to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. If no, you don't yeah. just buckle down and do it, yeah. you know, and you don't let someone tell you what you can't or can't do. Yeah. No. Um, what, like from my like youngster point of view, like, obviously I don't like, I value my opinion over everybody else's, but I'm human, <laughs> but no, what mm-hmm. I, what first comes to thought is just social media. And how, yes. like, I'm guilty mm-hmm. of it. Like, most of people are guilty of it. You're worried about, like, what you're putting online. You're not just thinking, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to post this because I like it. Next thing you know, like, dang, I look, like, my teeth aren't very white. There's, like, literally apps, for, yeah. like, to whiten your teeth and, yes. like, to make exactly. you have abs, like, crazy. Like, contour your face <clears throat> because you're obviously not doing it for yourself. You're worried about what other people are thinking of you. And yeah. I think that's a super toxic thing mm-hmm. that social media has brought upon us because yeah, we're always just thinking about other people's lives, other people, and, and we're not focused on our own. I think that's a big problem in society. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I completely agree with you on that. Absolutely. I mean, um, yeah. okay. if I see Tom Brady kicking in a Cabo, I'm just like, I want to kick it in Cabo. Like, what's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> get the Cabo. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, throwing yeah, trophies yeah. off. Win, uh, win seven uh, Super Bowls, yeah, I, was I guess. Gonna say, yeah. 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 Well, that's actually, right. that's a, so that's a perfect tie into, to my, uh, my All life right. lesson. So one, okay. one, and you guys nailed it. So I'm not one that I was going to say was, um, comfortability in my own skin. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys have, have, have talked about that at length. So that's great. But just, you know, for me, uh, I think a lot of the anxiety issues that I had when I was younger that were even, um, probably <laughs> even more prominent because of the insecurities that I had. Right. 
So yeah. being amongst and, and the kind of like social instances when they would be the worst is, of course, because I felt like people were judging me all the time. But you know why that was probably the case is because I was <laughs> I was judging other people all the time. Right. So, I, you know, you always think that you're when you're judging other people, you always think you're being judged type of thing. So that was a life mm-hmm. lesson I had to learn and to be comfortable with who I was, but also to realize like, you know, I, you, you don't know people until you know them exactly like you guys said. So that was one, and you guys nailed it with all that stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think the other one um, from just from having kids and, and being through a lot of different professions, it feels like at this point is the life lesson would be the, the prioritization of what's important in life. Um, and and that, that lesson for me, came purely just from the amount of, of work and, or, you know, sweat and, and, and just time that I've poured into a lot of different things, some of which are professions and, and, you know, and, and that you just can turn on a dime based on stuff that sometimes is completely out of your control. So not to say that it's not important to work hard and do those things, but at the same time, it makes you really think, okay, what, what are the priorities of what's most important in my life? And, you know, especially at this point being a dad it's like okay number one you know being a dad and being a role model to my kids right that'll always be placed above whatever i have going on at work or anything like that and and you know being being married being a a good husband and and you know making sure to you know that relationship is is where it needs to be in those things and you know i could go on but really just comes from the experience that you get of making sure to to prioritize what's important because we you know we only got sure. we only got a certain amount of time to be here you know mm-hmm. right and i can work right. all day long but guess what <laughs> at the end of the day if i if i quit tomorrow i'll be replaced in two weeks yep. <laughs> yeah, you right, know yeah. it's not like yeah. people be like oh that was that was Cardi's chair man he did yeah. such a good job what they'll be like yeah. is we need this work to get done i don't care who's in the chair we're going to shut the wing down card and quit. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. it doesn't happen. And, and I think that at a, at the, just the kind of the, um, the, um, ego that you have when you're a little bit younger and you think that that's the case, like, ah, oh, this place couldn't run without me or, you know, you, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I, but it's not the case. It's just absolutely not yeah. the case. Yeah. So, what, what, what makes me like what I think about, like, uh, from a, obviously a, like a bigger scale view is, I don't know if you guys have seen the, like, it was on the deathbed of Steve Steve Jobs. He, like, you can look it up, but he was talking about how, like, all the hours he spent to, you know, doing what he did and uh, getting so wealthy. But you, like, you can't take any of that stuff with you. And mm-hmm. like, he, he dedicated his yeah. life to do a lot of things. And he talked <laughs> about how, like, you know, he wasn't a very good father, and uh, that, like, you know, at that point in time when he was, like, you know, his, his time was up, like. He kind of got to see that, you know, what was really important to his life and uh, mm-hmm. all the regrets he had. And I thought that was pretty interesting because he was the, yeah. you know, one of the wealthiest men alive and still he is regretting stuff. And so it's just pretty, pretty crazy to think about because yeah. he had yep. everything. That's, yeah. that's exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And like sure. Card was saying that, you know, being a role model to his kids, there's nothing more important than that. And I, you know, I don't have kids of my own, but talking as a kid. I can say that parents, there's no more people in the world that impart more life lessons than your parents do. Mm-hmm. I mean, from well, you, you would hope the moment you I start, mean, you, yeah, would you would hope, yeah. you would hope the yeah. hope is that, but, but do you right? guys, do you, I, Oh, I'm sorry, kid. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No. And I was just going to say for, to me and Sayer, you know, he's already 
talked about one life lesson that he learned from dad, but you know, one that sticks out to me was on my wedding day, he was helping me get ready and we, we started talking a little about life lessons and stuff. And Is that he, Ron? Don't, okay, don't no. go. I'm twice if you need help. <laughs> no, but he uh, he looked at me and said, "If there's one thing that I can impart with you," he said, "is levity." And I didn't know what levity was at the time. He goes, "Levity is finding humor in any given situation." Yeah, and that is it's so true. And I don't mean any situation because there, obviously there's situations where you there's no humor and to try to find humor would not be good, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that's very slow, being, yeah. being able to back up and laugh at any moments, you know, being, whether it's at yourself yep. or at a situation is huge. And I never really thought about that before that point. But after mm-hmm. he said that, you know, just being able to me, it was big because t- it was to laugh at myself. Yeah. And like Karen was saying, being comfortable in my own skin has been something that, I've struggled with off and on. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I can laugh at myself and I mm-hmm. do things that are funny and that's okay. Just like everyone else does things that are funny. Mm-hmm. And so right. now, you know, ever since then, being able to find the levity and everything has, you know, changed my outlook in a lot of the, <laughs> and my thinking in a lot of ways. That's you excellent. Know? Well, you can't take anything too seriously. You know, I think no. that's. Because yeah. if you do, when, right when you start doing that, you know that something's yeah. going to happen. You know, that's, uh, yeah, that's a great life lesson for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. Taking things too seriously. No, that's a, that is a good one. How about, well, I, how about the, uh, the oh, old guy? Well, I mean, we've made it, we've made it through the young the ones. Wise old the, sage. Hey, come on, the Yoda. Young stuff. How about, some, yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Yoda. All right. Well, all right, kids, know, sit down. We, so, <laughs> I kind of want to. My boys know because we've had, we have, you know, I am a very introspective person. And, you know, I, I'm always trying to learn in life. I, I really am. And, and there, there, there's so much to learn. But, the, the, the biggest things, I guess, if I, I'll just I'll hone in on a couple. The, the, the thing that Sarah talked about, about opening yourself to other people and experiences in life. I, I think people that just kind of put the blinders <laughs> on and just, and just make their way through life, you know, they, they, they may finish the race, but I've always felt like there's just so much you know, out there. And, and I can't even say I'm this, you know, just doing all this wild stuff all the time because I'm not, but I'm more referring to just interactions with people and, and leaving yourself open for those experiences with people, you know? And like when Sarah was talking about when we go on trips or what, you know, we were talking about is meeting people and just, even if it's just a 15 minute conversation, you know, trying to, you know, color your life. I, I, I use the expression that those experiences is what give your life color, right? Mm-hmm. I, I picture that a, a blinder on, you know, just march through life kind of life is pretty black and white, pretty monochromatic and a life that you're open to experiences and you want to take advantage of, of these experiences is a very colorful life. I mean, that's how I visualize it. Right. Um, and, and that, you know, as a dad, it became really important that not only that I lived that life, but I tried to impart it in my kids, you know, to teach them that and, and not just tell them, you know, but, but lead by example, you know, in the, in the kind of life I've led. 
Mm-hmm. And hopefully, hopefully it's it's rubbed off a little bit. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully. Who knows? Yeah. That's the hope. That's a good lesson though. I mean, that's and and that's yeah. uh uh I think something that you know I I need to take with me too with with my boys because sometimes I get I feel like I'm doing it, but also sometimes I feel like it's like, all right, you know, you guys got to be in bed at by 7.30. You got to, you know, we've got to do the ritual to get you to read the books and do the thing and stuff. Right. And I think, and I think my, um, my attention to some of that um, is what re- removes the ability for us to experience more. When in reality, I can be like, all right, they can go to bed a half an hour later right. tonight. It's right. totally worth it because they're experiencing something. So yeah, that's, that, that is a great life lesson, I think. Well, and it, it, to me, you, you cannot predict when those lessons are going to happen. You, you can't, you might, you know, I can, I can talk about both Kate and Sayre, um, but a spontaneous conversation can happen, you know, at the drop of a hat. Sayre and I, you know, in specifically when we're out working and stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll spend 30 minutes not working, just going off on a conversation. I mean, just something that, that, you know, you, you feel like, you know what, this is more important at this moment in time than pounding fence posts or, you know, doing work or whatever. And the, the ability just to not ignore those moments when they happen, you know, just, you don't you don't have to, you know, you have to entertain everyone, but, but there's just times you, you, you know, you realize this is a, this is kind of a special moment in our lives together, or my life. You know, don't don't ignore it. Don't don't put it off. I, you know, Cardin, I got a, a a quick story. A guy I used to work with. Um, he was like what you're describing. He was very regimented, and he was in the medical profession. And he had a son that loved video games, and they the two were very different. Um, and it, Will was a very good dad. But he, he told me after his son had graduated high school um, how guilty he felt for not spending enough time with his son doing the mm-hmm. kind of stuff his son wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, in his exact words were, I wish I just would have played the goddamn video games. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you're not going to get that opportunity back when your yep. 10 year old says, Dad, let's play, you know, Battle Zone or whatever, you know do it. You know, don't, don't, don't think, Oh, I don't like video games. It's not about you. It's about that experience that you're going to have with your son, you know, and, and, and there's countless opportunities for that. But I just remember very distinctly him, you know, just kind of laying it all out there, how bad he felt for, you know, for the time he didn't spend or his insistence on everything was, you know, in his control. Right. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and he wasn't open to those spontaneous type experiences, and and I felt bad for him because and it it was a lot because I've talked about you know my my boys and I have been playing video games since they were old enough. Matter of <laughs> yeah, fact, yeah. Kate, Kate, how old was Sayer when he was pretty much the NFL fever champ at our house? Oh I was, man, I was not four yet. I was, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say three or four. Three That's or four sad. Years. Yeah, that, that is sad. You guys are just terrible. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you lost to a uh, yeah. guy who I can't to, even spell his I own name. I had to bring high schoolers yeah. over to try to beat him because I felt so bad. But yeah, I think um, an interesting point that you bring up about that too, and and that I completely agree. That's a great life lesson. But I think another lesson with parenting that you know, I'm, I'm learning and my kiddos are still so young. I've got so much to learn, but is that you're always going to have regrets and 
you are going to mess up your kids, <laughs> you know, but that's, well, I mean, no- <laughs> it, it, there's, it, that's just a part of parenting. You're always going to have, like, there's so many times I've hit the pillow at night and been like, man, I was a bad dad today or, or something like that. But in, in, in reality, I'm, I'm putting my best. I'm trying to do it every single right. day and be the best dad that I can. Um, and you're always going to have regrets. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. of course that's true with everything, but you also can't, um, sometimes it's okay to look back at the great times and not look back at the the regrets, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and think about the things that you could have done. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, and, and that is my, my second life lesson, actually, Carden, thank you for the introduction is, um, Perfect. be kind to yourself. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we, we spend so much time, um, worrying about all the other factors in our lives and, and we stress about a lot of stuff and, you, you mentioned Cardin and Sayer talked about the importance of being good to other people, which is mm-hmm. very important, but you got to remember, you got to, you got to be kind to yourself. You know, you, you have to be forgiving of the mistakes you made and learn from them. You know, we're talking about life lessons, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you feel like a bad dad, you know, really a set, you know, were you really a bad dad or were you actually being a good dad? And sometimes it's hard to be a good parent. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard when you got to discipline or when you, when you have to say no, or you have to do something that you, you know, you're kind of on the fence about, you know, is this a good yeah. thing or a bad thing? Um, is, you know, as long as your heart is in the right place and, and you're doing it for the best interests of your, of your kids or, or other people, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just, I just think that it is so important. And I, and I think that is a big, big thing about how I live my life now. And it's not just about being good to myself, but it's, I realize, um, you know, there's an old saying about the, the bitter taste of regret is a taste that never leaves. Right. And I, I don't want to have a lot of regret. So I try to live my life and it not to, it's not to make mistakes, but to make sure you learn from them and Mm -hmm. you realize, um, you know, my personal view is it's a, it's a one-way ticket you know? Right. And my kids always hear me talking about that, but you have one life to live, you know, um, enjoy it and make the most of it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but I really, I think that be kind to yourself and, you know, not just others is, is vitally important. Yeah. I, that, that brings up such a good point too, about your heart being in the right place, right? Are you, are you doing things for what you would consider justifiable or the right reasons? And yeah, everybody's going to make mistakes, but at the end of the day, can you look back at that mistake and go, okay, but I, I was trying to do my best or, you know, my, my, you know, they say the the intentions, we all know about that. But in reality, I think there's some truth to that too. You know, I was trying, trying to do the best I could. My heart was in the right place. I I think being able to justify your, your actions that way, I think is really important to be able to do that. Um, and, and that, and to be able to do that allows you to be kind to yourself, I think too. Yeah. Right. No, I think so. No, the being kind to yourself, I think that's a very key. Yeah. And you can kind of use that where, like, if you're kind to yourself, you're obviously going to be kind to other people. But if you have a deep hatred about yourself, then obviously you're probably going to live a pretty sour life. And mm-hmm. you can't love yourself. What makes you think yeah. you're going to love other people? Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, going back to what dad was saying about his colleague and saying that he should just play the video games and you can't get those moments back, you know, as a kid and growing up, you know, when dad would have us go out and pound posts for us and work with him, you know, 
when I was younger, I just looked at the fact that we were pounding posts or moving rocks or whatever he wanted us to do. And I thought, do that that's okay if you're trying to say the pounding post you know i learned no don't don't do that (laughs) i'm I'm still here on the homestead buddy you don't you don't have to worry about getting yanked out of bed to go go pound some posts what no what i'm getting into is when i got older i look back at those times and the that was time i got to spend with my dad that i might not have you know as kids when you have opportunities and it's like hey you can either stay and hang out with dad or go hang out with my friends. When you're younger, you go hang out with your friends, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. But looking back at all those days spent working, you know, posts, mowing the yard, just, you know, riding around in the KM, you know, those are all moments that, you know, that I relish now and that, you know, those are things you can't get back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, no, Thanks, I, Cade. that, that, that makes me happy. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying, Cade. Like you can, I, I think attitude is a, uh, has to do with a lot of it. And I think attitude, mm-hmm. your, however, your attitude is going to a situation kind of yeah. decides on how the outcome of the situation is going to be. Sure. Like I, I've definitely gone down the road of no dad, I'm not going to work today. And <laughs> yeah. then the whole yeah. day is just tears and like, I hate you. This is terrible. But then Jeez. also, yeah, wow, that's, that's wild. Very emotive. <laughs> hey, like I, I, I said, little okay. kids, little kids. The guy really doesn't to, want to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. comprehend stuff. <laughs> but no, compared to like you know, kind of looking at it, just like I, like my dad said, you like all the stories that we've told, and just like uh, working is a good, especially like doing ranch stuff. It's a pretty easy time to you know tell stories while like still getting stuff done. And like I'm at the age now where I uh, you can I you you can appreciate that type of stuff. Sarah, and I think I feel like a life lesson that you've learned is how to get your dad talking about topics so that you can have like half hour breaks. Exactly. Exactly. Dad, dad, do you feel like there's life out of space? Yeah, exactly. What's the deal there? Have you ever thought this is just all a simulation? Exactly. Anyways, I better get back to work. And then he'll be like, wait, hold up. Yeah, let's let's, let's go to the truck for a second. I got something to show you. Carden, you might have you might have been on to something there, buddy. Yeah, I I think think he knows exactly what he's doing. Well, uh, I I think that uh, uh, that is a great talk and and thank you all for sharing the life lessons. I mean, it's, it's always something that you carry with you, but you, when you hear other people and you discuss it, you always, you always, I hate to say you even learn more, but you do. And, and, and what I really think is great is that across all the experiences that we have is that a lot of our life lessons end up being very similar. Absolutely. And, and I yep. think that that is something yeah. that you would find across a, a long, uh, you know, a large spectrum of people, which is, you know, I, I find that yeah. fascinating, but I find, also find it, you know, is what it means to be human. You know, there's a lot of humanity to that. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. We, you know, we, yeah. and, and I think that that kind of goes back, you know, what, what, I guess what Sarah was saying about these experiences you have that you feel, you know, like, gosh, nobody, nobody feels like I feel right now. Nobody's gone through mm-hmm. this. You know, the, yep. she broke up with me after three days, you know, we were going to get married and all this, but I mean, people do, people do. Um, yep. it's a, it, those kind of experiences are very common mm-hmm. and, it, it, you know, like you said, Cardin, if you were to, if you were to sit down, you know, a hundred thousand people, um, you're going to hear a lot of the same things, you know, yep, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah. it's kind of like all, all of them will probably, or not all of them, but you know, everyone will probably have their own story of how they learned it, but how they got to the 
final result, I think they'll be pretty similar. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Well, I, I think uh, I guess the the biggest thing is that you're actually learning some lessons. Yeah, right? no, that, like, that, yeah, that you're yeah, open. No, open. like you could yeah. probably grab somebody from over over in China and uh, over here, and I think at the you know at the end of the day, I feel that you're going to share some pretty similar beliefs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and experiences. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, they're yeah, probably going to be different, but the uh, overall sure. message is going to be Which is uh, actually a perfect segue because, Sarah, there's one experience that uh, that you haven't had yet, which oh, is um, oh, no. the monkey oh. moment. Hey, know. hold on, Carden. Uh, Kate, I know, I know you were trying to say something for about two minutes. Oh, did I, what, I couldn't. Sorry, no, Kate, it wasn't, it wasn't, I no, just, you guys are good. No, I love the conversation. No, I was just going to say, uh, speaking of experiences, my wife wanted to throw in one life lesson that she learned, and that is never trust dad with planning a trip. Because yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> he, uh, he, we went to Conda and he came up with the idea to kayak down the river there. Oh, and he said, oh, it'll be a three hour little jaunt. It'll be fine. It turned into a six hour trip from hell. <laughs> and <laughs> that is she, a good she, life uh, <laughs> Yeah. She said, uh, never, never trust Blair with planning a kayak trip. <laughs> okay. And, I, and okay. I will take that with me, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since, since he brought it, I got to tell you this, just this little part of that. So this was about an eight mile stretch on the Swan River over in the beautiful Swan Valley. And we had never kayaked this river before. And it was a decent sized river, but we thought, you know what, it'll be fun. Well, and we had a, we had a, a small house over there. And so we just drove up, found a, an access to the river and we jumped in. Caden and his wife, Jamie had just bought these brand new kayaks and they were so proud of them. And they're like carrying them down to the river and like, Oh, Hey love. Now be careful. Don't scratch it. And they're like, Oh, get it in the water. Okay. And they're so, they're so tickled with these new kayaks. Okay. Fast forward six hellish hours later after portaging about 12 miles worth of around because of downed trees in the river. It was awful. They're literally throwing their kayaks on the rocks. They're dra- <laughs> they're, they're, dra- they're dragging them across the rocks and throwing yeah. them over down trees and and their verbiage. Okay, do you remember how, how the verbiage changed on that trip? Dramatically. Yeah, dramatically. Dramatically. It, it started no. with, hey, love, isn't this fun, love? Oh, it is, sure is. Yeah. To <laughs> get me out of this river. <laughs> you son of a no. bitch. <laughs> yeah. I never yeah. want to kayak again. I'm never kayaking with you. You son of oh, a no. I also think it's funny yeah, that it's like good. everyone has their own like unique life lessons that are probably pretty like there's obviously the general ones, but then there's also one like uh Never trust a guy with two two first names as their name. Like I, yeah, I, I live by that. I live by that. Yeah, that's Billy true. Jack. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just exactly. not okay. Not <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, get funny. out of here. Get yeah, out. That's that's funny. Oh, <laughs> that is yeah. funny. Okay, Carden, <laughs> you lower the boom on Sarah, man. All right, Sarah. Uh, the uh, I was going to say is that the one experience that you haven't had, and this will be a great life lesson for you, is the monkey moment experience. So as the only one who hasn't introed our monkey moment. Would you please give us your best uh, monkey imitation? Okay, this is gonna be uh, you got it. Generic. Can be any any monkey, and you can't say your vocal cords are crushing a street fight. We've heard that too many. Times. <laughs> who the hell said that? What who who, who uh, had on? Oh, Lance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, oh, there we oh, go. The, the yeah. guy that actually got his throat crushed in a street fight. Yeah, <laughs> that is wow. Okay, okay Sarah. Let's, let's all, right, all right, all right, stalling, stalling. 
Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Yikes. I feel like wow. they sound pretty close to that. Anybody? Anybody do you know what a monkey is? I, I do. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, do. I don't I do. know what that was. That wasn't a monkey. Well, either way, that's still a, that's still a viable intro, I guess. We'll, okay. we'll give you some All notes right. later. But please. Uh, so please um Sarah, this one goes like this is right to you. Okay. This is the the alien question. Here's your chance to, Ooh, to answer. Please. You you know, you're out uh you're out at the ranch, right? And mm-hmm. you hear some strange sounds. You go out at night, beautiful starry night. And uh there's you, there's a spaceship sitting out there and uh the door opens up, little green guy. Hey Sarah, come on. Come Absolutely. On. Without See? a doubt, no hesitation. Yeah, I knew that. I yeah. knew I knew that that would be the answer. I want to hear the rationale. Oh, because first things first, I, I like I believe in aliens, one. And if they're just going to come and offer me a ride on their spaceship where they could have just like just murdered me up front, like I probably mm-hmm. would be like they could honestly just probably with all the technology they have, they could have taken me against my will whether I wanted mm-hmm. to or not. So the whole fact of them just, just asking me makes me feel comfortable with it because <laughs> if, even if I didn't want to, they had the yeah. power to... That is not the rationale yeah. I thought you would have gone with, but, uh, yeah. but, but I like it. But I can buy it. Super, super well, I'm, cool. gonna, I'm screwed either way, so I might as well go. Yeah, might as well yeah. go. It's, not, yeah. it's like basically like if I say no, they could definitely just then do they're it gonna anyway. they're going to kill me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I might as well okay. like... Okay, but let's okay. Let's go with the premise that you have an option, a viable option. They they will not yeah. vaporize you. They if won't you vaporize you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm still gonna go. Like, could you yeah. imagine turning that down? You're just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to fencing on my ranch. Hey, yeah, but hey, what if, if, what if that's kind of an insult? You're basically just yeah, like everyone's thinking about aliens, and you have a chance to actually. <laughs> figure out some stuff like you card, can take it card yeah sarah hates work so much he's willing to get on a ufo to yeah get you know what i was work. gonna say your first depiction of the alien sounded a little bit like blair trying to get you to work <laughs> <laughs> i might as well just go because i know it's gonna happen anyways yeah better than doing it against my will yeah and, and, <laughs> and garden i heard uh listening to the intro just of this episode you said uh you like will remember like two to three second clips of your dreams, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I uh, I don't know what part of my brain makes my dreams, but since I was very little, I can remember them like yes. verbatim. Like, really? Yes. Like no, and Cade, like, you had night terrors. Though, everything. Right? I've had. Cade had night terrors. No, no. I, I've, I've had, had night terrors. Oh, you've no. had night terrors. Before. No, well, Sarah, Sarah. I had paralysis, <laughs> lucid dreams. I've had all. Yeah, of them. I mentioned so, it to, um, to Tony yeah. that Sarah is the one that. You know, every morning we, oh, he'd get yeah. up and he'd go, Dad, you got to hear about this dream. No, and I, and I he will just, recount a long, wow. you know, just, oh, yeah, just, just, just weird. today, even waking up with my girlfriend, I was like, yeah. yeah, I had a wild dream last night. And it was, and, you can, I can like probably, I used to wake up every morning and probably 30 minutes I could talk about my dream. Wow. Crazy. And obviously it's not like all clear. There's some fuzzy parts, but like right, 100%. Right. I used yeah. to tell my guys on my basketball team and they would just be like, oh, no, no, you're fibbing. Like you're just making it up. But, yeah, whatever. And that was that was me. Whenever he told me about his dream, I'd be like, "No, you're making that no, up." No, there's no way. Yeah, I would definitely had dreams that are that like that vivid. You know, I don't have them a lot, but I have them enough. When it happens, I'm like, man, I was in the midst of something. Something. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Something was and you, going on. you talk and Sarah, you can back me up on this, but you talk about lucid dreams and stuff. Nothing is more weird than waking up to someone. They get booted. 
I don't think so. Cade? Carden? Yeah, I think we lost him. Oh, <laughs> and he was... Something he was, more weird than he was, he was, he was, <laughs> yeah, it was right on the cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. Oh, we were I right feel like he just got abducted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, we're at a we're at a, an hour three anyway, so maybe we can just do a wrap-up because it's still yeah. recording for some reason. Maybe we'll do a wrap-up and yeah, then Yeah, that's in. because that it, it hasn't been shut off. We're still live. Oh, well, uh, sorry, Cade. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Yes, yeah, our show Cade. must yeah, go right, on. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that is our that is our our one hour mark. So, yeah. um, I guess it's it's time to start wrapping it up. But uh, you know what? I uh, I got to tell you, I really really enjoyed the conversation tonight. Yeah, it was a great talk. It was a great talk for sure. Well, oh, yeah, and, it was fun to be a part of it. Yeah, and I, thanks for being on, Sarah. Kate, if you could hear us, and we'd you being on. Kate, always. if you're looking, if you're with us, posthumously, Kate, thank you for being on. Yes, uh, and Sarah, uh, Sarah, I got to admit, I was a little skeptical, but oh uh, yeah, no, know, it, yeah, we're go- I, we're gonna have to have you back for a a, a better, definitely. not a better topic, but a more fun, something with some levity. Like yeah, no, definitely. Uh, that's that's my forte. For well, sure. he's yeah. a he's a TikToker, so okay. maybe oh. I, don't I, I don't know if I I don't know if I do that now. I don't know if I clarify. He's a He's a recovering TikToker. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well, Carden, wow. 25, bam, in the books. books. Time's up by 25. three, and you got the old man's age. Oh, right about. hey. Hey, oh. There okay. was a zap. Yeah, that was good. I'm sorry. His favorite were, show yeah. growing up was Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah he I did, I did not that. like Isn't that, that good night, John Boy? Or something? I have no, no idea. The fact that yeah. you guys even knew a character just shows me that was old. No. <laughs> no, see, that wasn't even John Boy. That was the Waltons. That's oh, Carton's middle age. That oh. was the Waltons. <laughs> <Okay>. Middle age. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the patent the Patton clan signing out from yes. Shoto, Montana. So yeah. until next time, Carton, good night. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> we don't have this down pat yet, sir. We're just, we're out of here. You, you guys are just having fun. What, what's the ending. lingo now, sir, with the young generation when you're, when you're going to. Yeah, what do you say? Ciao. Ciao. I think that's just, isn't that peace? For yeah. You still say peace. You still say peace. I say doses. No, no. Doses. I'm outie. Nobody's going to see Yeah, I know. Usher. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Usher. All right. Well, I'm outie. I'm <laughs> deuces. <laughs> Until next time. Hello. Hello. Guys. Is anyone there? Hello.